GalaxyCon Live is the place for you to hear about fandom from the celebrities who bring geek culture to life. We are bringing the convention experience directly to you. And today we are going back through video game history with three amazingly talented guests from the Nintendoverse. And now is the time for all of you in our chat room to begin typing in your questions for them. Immediately after this session, you will have the opportunity to talk to them directly through our private chat options, as well as shop our selection of personalized autographs, all of which are available now at GalaxyCon.com. So without further ado, let's put on our overalls and bring them out. Our first guest is an actor, singer, and Navy veteran here today to discuss the roles of Dry Bowser, Paper Bowser, Mini Bowser, Dark Bowser, Jimmy Bowser, and Bowser, but not Bowsette. <laughs> Please welcome back one of our best convention buddies, Kenny James. <laughs> That's right. I voted. Hi, guys. Hey! hey. How's it going, man? <laughs> good, bro. How you been? No, it's so good to see you. I've been great. Uh, everything has been safe, even though I have traveled once in the last since March. But uh, yeah, no, everything's been everything's been good. We're just hanging out, waiting for all this to come to an end. Oh, indeed, indeed. Well, you kept busy. You've been uh, if anyone has been following your uh, uh, your YouTube channel, you've been uh, working on a project for uh, for a while now, haven't you? Yeah, I've been building a, a sim racing rig. Uh, it's pretty much complete now. Uh, so hopefully I'll start, you know, I'll start posting some videos on that of me failing at racing because <laughs> that's what I do. Um, sometimes the aggravation level is pretty high, but uh, yeah, no, it's a beautiful rig. Uh, it's not full motion, but I've got triple screens and I built a new PC for it and I've got all this force feedback gear and it it's beautiful and I love it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to continue with that. So nice. I look forward as always to your continued progress with that and look, seeing the results yeah, doing that and doing that and growing my hair. Yeah. As always. Yeah. So good. Now you're getting back to the Kenny James that I knew. Get the, the hair farmer thing is happening. So. <laughs> uh, and our next guest, she is an actress here today to discuss the roles of Toad, Toadette, Baby Peach, and of course, Princess Peach herself. Please welcome the always lovely Samantha Kelly. Oh, how are you? So fun. I'm so excited we're doing this. I was feeling nostalgic this morning, just going, you know... <laughs> I miss the cosplay. I'm a huge cosplay geek. And I was just like, I wish, well, I'm growing my hair long like Kenny too. So yeah, well, you're, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all has been well, but yeah, very quiet. Um, we're doing zoom school at our house. So oh. that's what I spend a lot of my time doing is zoom school third grade. Yep. Oh my. <laughs> so I bet everything else is good in your corner of the world. Yeah. All is well. We're all healthy, right. happy, blessed. Yep. Uh, well is the new awesome. Exactly. We'll take it. Times. Yes, yeah. indeed. <laughs> and speaking of awesome, our final guest is an actor who was credited by the Guinness Book of World Records as the most video game voiceover performances as the same character. And today he joins us to talk about that role as well as the others, such as Luigi, Wario, Waluigi, Toadsworth, and Mario himself. Please welcome back everyone's friends, Charles Martinet. Yay! Hello, it's me, Super Mario. You're number one. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey, Charles. So happy to be here. So glad it's like to a have little you piece back. of our life back. <laughs> yes. This much. <laughs> oh, oh, Charles, how have you been? You know, I'm just doing great. Thank you very much, Patty. It's just been a very up and down kind of time, but, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to get things done. I'm not so good that I, I actually get projects done, but I, I've written a page of my book over the last seven months, which is good. That's a big progress because as soon as I finished that page, I went, oh, look, a butterfly. And that was that. Was that. So still working forward, though. One day. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So squirrels, whatever it takes. Just squirrel. Thing. Anything, and I'm also I'm growing my hair long. I hope uh, I hope <laughs> yes. you like it. Uh, I don't think we should go back. Oh, <laughs> I think you should keep it, Charles. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think I'm getting close to matching your color. It's it's starting to happen. I, yeah, I, I put it. I put this color in every day to look extinguished. Nice yeah. work. <laughs> uh, give me a head with hey on old people hair. Not extinguished. Yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. Uh, that is great. You know, 
I have to say, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful to GalaxyCon for having us. I'm grateful for all the people that I get to work with for Nintendo. And most of all, just to mention to everybody that happens to be tuning in right now, grateful to you. You know, your, your joy for the game and your enjoyment of that is what gives us all the chance to, to see you and to be here right now. So thank you very much. Absolutely. And, and on behalf of myself, on behalf of GalaxyCon, uh, first of all, we, we miss you all. Uh, we look forward to the days when we can host you on our physical stages and get you back in front of your fans. Uh, and when the world gets back to normal, hopefully we will do that again. In the meantime, we have this electronic format. So welcome to the GalaxyCon virtual stage. Hey! Thank you. <laughs> so our team right now is going through the the chat room and pulling out the okay. questions. In the meantime, what I would like to do is is I I know most of these stories, but in case someone in our audience hasn't heard them yet, I would love to hear where how these roles uh, began for each of you. And I say, ladies first. Oh, thanks. Oh, so okay. The the the. Amazing thing. So I was working in radio. I was doing commercials, things like Amazon and Nordstrom and things like that. And my agent said, there's this video game and they're looking for, you know, to a replacement on the voice. And, and I had not played it. Uh, and so I had no idea. And I went in and those voices were so familiar to me because I don't know, my voice was just a match for it. Um, Patty, when I was a, a, a little girl, I used to do, when my mom would tuck me in, I would do this really annoying puppet voice from Cedric the dog. And I'd be like, <laughs> you know, and my mom would just be like, oh, how, what is this poor child? Like, what is she going to do when she grows up? You know, and um, it, there we go, you know, and my dad kept telling me, you, you've got to do something. You can't be a princess when you grow up. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Uh, so I guess I can be a princess in um, those voices. If you are someone who you love to make funny voices and do puppets and everything, just keep doing it because eventually it turns into something. So anyway, those voices were a match. And I since then, then I played the games and I fell in love, just absolutely in love with them. And um, so it just worked out. It was just blessed to do it. And still love it, still love these characters so much. They're so innocent and hopeful and beautiful. And I think right now we need more of that, uh, all of us. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, it's, 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 it's been a challenging year. Uh, <laughs> we can, we can certainly leave it at that. So, absolutely. So, uh, when you got first approach, though, was it just for Peach uh, or was it for uh, the other? Uh, it was characters? for all. Yeah, it was for okay. all. Of course, like the guys, um, uh, as they develop new games, sometimes they'll pull in different characters. And we've gotten a chance, you know, as actors to, well, what would this kind of character sound like? You know, what does mm -hmm. Baby Peach sound like? What does, yeah. you know, um, Cat Peach sound like? Um, and and get to explore with that. So we get to riff off the original characters. But, yeah, those two, it was Toad and Peach, the first the first ones. And, um, and it's been fun ever since, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Can't wait to get back to recording new ones, though. We recorded, what was it, Mario Kart Tour right before all of this hit, is what I'm remembering. And um, so it's, it's uh, we're waiting, too. Indeed, indeed. So, all right, Kenny. How did this start for you, bro? I'm sorry, you woke me up. Yeah, right. uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was uh, I was working my regular job. Uh, I was a propane service tech, selling propane and propane accessories. <laughs> Tell you what, and um, and somebody overheard me talking about how I was starting to get it to you know starting to do voiceover. I had built a little website and uh, had a demo made uh, from a guy at the University of Washington. Taught a class at the experimental campus. And I did really good in that class. And, and so I had him do my demo and this person, this customer said, Oh, you do voice work. And I said, I'm trying. So I gave her the web address. She sent it over to bad animals in Seattle and uh, the production manager there, Wendy, she started sending me auditions and I did a whole bunch of different video game auditions and didn't get anything. So I was like, well, I, I'm not good enough. You know, that's what you start to think. But that's before I started to develop the thin or the thick skin, you know, because yeah. you got to have a thick skin. But then the Bowser audition came in and I was like, Bowser, like Bowser, 
not you know Shauna. Good night, sweetheart. Well, I was like, I was like the video game Bowser. I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot, and I I recorded it in my dining room. I, I'm sure the sound must have been terrible, but uh, it was not too long after Sunshine, and um, the lines that they sent me were the lines from Sunshine. So I really they didn't say they wanted a voice match. But I thought they wanted a voice match. So I did my best Scott Burns and <laughs> I, I, I sent it in. And uh, lo and behold, a couple of weeks later, I get an email saying, you got the job. I'm like, what? What? Huh? <laughs> and so then I was scared because the only studio work I had done before had been singing in bands. But at least I had stood behind a microphone before. So but I went in there and um, the I believe my first director slash producer was uh, Nate Bieldorf and oh. he just pushed, he just steered me in the right direction. They didn't want me to talk anymore. You know, I've said four <laughs> words in 16 years, I think, but, uh, <laughs> but I, I developed the sound of Bowser to, to what he is now, you know, which is very, very gurgly and very deep. But uh, so, yeah. So, it was just right place at the right time. Cheers. And the right and the right talent. Oh well thank you. And the you. right talent. <laughs> thank and you. Right That's that it is. You're you're right. I mean somebody and and as as a voice of actor myself. Yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah it is 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 the stars are right, but you gotta be ready for those stars at the same time. Yeah, it was yeah, just so, so don't tell yourself sharp, bro. Lightning strikes kind of things. Yeah. So and Charles, uh your story begins on the beach. It begins on the beach. I was lying on the beach doing what actors do, waiting for the pager to go off. And all of a sudden, the pager went off, and it was a friend of mine. And I thought, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, we're going to go to dinner because it was in San Francisco. And I run off the beach to a phone. I said, hey, buddy, what's going on? Just you got to go crash an audition. I would never crash an audition. I'm a professional actor. No, you got to crash an audition. I said, forget it. I will not do it. Where do I go? <laughs> and I, I went and I crashed this audition and I had one direction. You're an Italian plumber from Brooklyn. Uh, you're going to have these things glued to your face for a real-time animation system <laughs> that might work and might not work. But if it doesn't work, I'm not going to pay to drink coffee all day. So make up a voice, make up a video game, whatever you want to make up, make it up, start talking and don't stop till you run out of things to say. So I, that was 29 years ago, uh, last September. <laughs> and I'm still not run out of things to say. So it's you know that's the story of my life. It was just so fortunate, and and, and you know, like you say, I, I guess I had done more than a thousand, uh, no, six hundred corporate videos, maybe a hundred thousand, five hundred, two thousand radio spots and TV ads and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, the the thing comes along and it just it hits, and and oh my goodness, and and I will say. Working with Nate Bildorf back in the day and working with everybody at Nintendo, you go into that studio and you feel loved. You feel like you're in a team effort and everybody works. There's no ego. It's all just working. And if you can work with people like that, you'll have real staying power because you'll always be producing your best work. So I, I've just been so lucky. And then for me, it wasn't, um, you know, hear all your characters because there was no voice back then. Uh, and then I did five years of real-time animation. And then all of a sudden I got that phone call, you know, Mr. Miyamoto would like you to play Mario in a game. And I said, let me see. <laughs> and that was the, you know, 1995 or 1996 early on to, to record Super Mario 64. And I did some PR stuff in the, in the real-time animation stuff at Silicon Graphics and around all the different vendors who would be having this actual product. And then went in and recorded the game, and it was the most magical, wonderful time I had ever had in a studio. And it's just been getting better ever since then. So I'm just I thank my lucky stars uh, every single day. You know, you you got to be grateful for life every every minute of it. You know, it's it's bumpy sometimes. It's bumpy, but even this, we're going to look back at this time, and we're going to say there was much to be done. There was much to to learn. You know, we. We have to get comfortable with ourselves. We have to figure out our own way in life and what do we want to do? What are our priorities? And, and that's, a, that's, a big, that's a big opportunity here. And I, I always say for everybody, do what you love to do. Find what it is you love to do. Follow your heart. Pursue your passions with harm to nobody, but 
looking for your joy. And, and no matter who you are, no matter what you've done in your life, you deserve happiness and joy and love. So let all that ego stuff go of what, why you can't have it and go get it because it's yours. That's what I say. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. That's a little bit more of an answer than you're probably asking me, but but I I had oh, to no, get no, that no. in there. No problem. I do have to for our, our audience doesn't understand. Uh, he mentioned a thing called a pager. A pager is a <laughs> cell phone, but it was a very very dumb cell phone. And this says it, it just told you you had a message. It was like a ding. Somebody out there wants to talk to you somewhere, and you had to go to another phone. And you had to call and say, like, somebody called for me. That's that's kind of this what is, it was. This is the same thing where it's like nobody knows what a payphone is anymore. Yes, that's true. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And you went to the payphone. You always right. Didn't you always have like nine thousand quarters in your in your car and dimes and nickels and just all over the upholstery in your house? Because you needed that. But I, I was always, you know, and and the little pager would go off and all that. But that was also the day when everybody talked on the telephone, where it wasn't just telemarketers and yeah. people trying to rip you off. It was like you connected with people by having hours long conversations <laughs> on the phone. Very true. Very true. As opposed yeah. to sup, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, indeed. So, awesome. Uh, our uh, team, let me know we have some questions for our audience. So, uh, over. let's roll that. And our first one comes from Arlen, who wants to know, what made you all get into voice acting? Ooh, that's a great question. Who wants to go first? <laughs> I will. Yeah. I will always. Okay, so it's a lot like what Charles is talking about, that if you are that person and you just make voices and you make characters and you like dressing up and you like just trying on different things, that's just who you are. And so that's just who I am. So it was... I. I did not know there was a job where you could do voices for characters like that and, and not, you know, and have the actual, um, the character somewhere else that it's like, it's, it's a drawn character. And I loved it. Like, it's just, it's, it's fun. It's fun to experiment. And I think, and you guys too, you know, like when you're in studio and you have, um, uh, something you have to make happen, like, oh, you just got hit by a shell. What does that sound like? I don't know. I haven't been hit by a shell today, but like yeah. imagining in your head, what would that sound like if I fell into a pit of lava? You know, how would I scream? You know, and and it's it's actually really fun. It's a it's a fun brain game. So if your brain likes doing that stuff, then that's that's probably who you are. That's why I did it. Fair, great. Yeah, it, it's I it, it, I ever since I was a little bitty kid, I wanted to be in front of people. Uh, the first time I remember doing it was sixth grade. I, and I was in a talent show and I sang a song and I was doing the thing with the microphone cord. And I was doing all the showing off until I forgot the second verse. And I just <laughs> sort of hummed along until I remembered <laughs> the words and I kept going. And so in sixth grade, I realized I was like, you know what? Maybe this is a thing because I messed up and nobody cared. I didn't win, but, you know, nobody cared. And it, it wasn't until years and years later. I mean, I, I was so concentrated on Navy, uh, then uh, just workaday stuff. I didn't start acting until I was 40. Wow. So once I started, once I jumped into community theater and I preach this to people all the time, you want to be a voice actor, first be an actor. You know, learn a bit about the craft. Uh, and and community theater doesn't cost you anything except maybe travel. You learn how to take direction. You learn how to develop characters. And your acting chops will come along. And they actually pay off now. I'm, I'm over here oh, in the booth because this is my booth. Um, <laughs> and I'm... I, it all pays off in the long run. And um, as far as how, why, I really don't know. It just happened. All of a sudden, I just snapped and went, you know what? I'm going to start auditioning for community theater projects. And then I was like, oh, well, I'm going to be, I'm going to put up a voice acting thing. And 
sometimes lightning strikes, sometimes it doesn't. And now I'm in, and now I'm in Dallas and I'm doing anime for Funimation. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun. It's, <clears throat> you want to do it, work at it a little bit, you know, you got to develop some chops yeah, uh, and get coaches if you have to. That's, that's what I say. And there's acting there's- is acting, right? Yeah, acting is acting. It there's really no separation between stage acting. I mean, obvious. There's obvious dividers. You know, as like cameras are different than just standing in a booth. But it's all acting. You really need to 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 concentrate on acting. And in ten years, I did twenty something productions on stage, including opera. Wow! And I loved every minute of it. I moved to Dallas and now I miss my, my theater back in Washington. I miss it so much. I can still smell it. That, that theater smell. It's like, uh, I love the smell of the theater. Anyway, that's enough time for me. Go Charles. <laughs> Charles, bring us home. Well, you know, I, I just, uh, I, I was the shyest person in the world. I could disappear in a room with two people in it. If some a third person came in the room, I never thought in a million years I'd ever be acting. I even had a high school thing where they did an evaluation. You could never be in the public. You could never be in the arts. You could never do that sort of thing. So, of course, my life was destined to be a lawyer because then you just hide behind, you know, the book. And I, I couldn't get the classes I wanted at UC Berkeley. So I I because I love this teacher and I so I quit. And a friend of mine said, I'm going to take an acting class for me. I said, there's no way I could ever stand in front of people. Thank you very much. He goes, no, no, come on, because we'll go to lunch every day. And then after lunch, you know, at this student cafeteria where they're all learning to become marvelous chefs, then we'll go to class. And don't worry, you don't have to do anything if you don't want to. Well, that deception, you know, food, okay. (laughs) I thought for sure I never had to do anything uh, but but I, sure enough, that that first monologue, everyone does their monologue. Of course, you memorize it. And he goes, Charles, you're up. And I did my monologue shaking like a leaf. And people went, wow, how is it that you were the only person who wasn't nervous? And I went, Ooh. And that was, you know, from there, I started doing it. And then I gained confidence. And I went to the audition for the school play. It was it was uh, a great play. I wanted to be Oberon in, in uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. I thought I was perfect for it. We watched everybody, and I completely failed. I thought for sure I had it, and I called Les. Les, I think I got it. I was really good, and it was. Uh, I think I was the best one there, and I really for sure, for sure. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. And sure enough, I got nothing in that. And that failure is why I became an actor to begin with. And then, you know, I did... 75 plays I went to school in London because as you say Kenny you know you as you you learn the skill of acting it is all the same it's just you know it's training teaches you the size and the dynamic that uh, a, a film actor only has to feel something or listen to something and and take away themselves and respond whereas you know a theater actor has to project operator uh, uh, operator no an opera a, a singer has to project yeah it's bigger yeah, it's bigger. And then, of course, you know, when you're voice acting, it's all theater of the imagination. You know, it's 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 movement of air is all you're doing is you're you're moving the air with energy and passion and you know, joy. You just you just hit you just nailed a, a very important point, probably without even realizing you said it. And it's listening. Mm-hmm. Acting is yeah. listening. Yeah. If you are not listening, if you're not in the moment. You're not going to come across as genuine because all of a sudden you go, oh, it's my line. You know, yeah, but my turn. Yeah. If you're in the moment, then your next line comes in as just as if you are the character. That's acting is so, is. so much fun. And you build that skill set. And then once you have the skill set, you throw it all away. You go in and you're the ball, the dog chasing the ball on the beach. Yeah, you, you just go in there. You yeah. don't. Or the Bowser chasing the Princess Peach. Like, like this one here. Aww. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Kenny yeah. knows what this one is. Hi, Kenny. That's that, that's right. I remember that. that. I don't remember Did which show throw it was. That we were in Reno I, and, I and so somebody fun. said... You used to throw that at him, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, he threw it at me. Well, then we had this thing where who was going to kidnap the princess, and I rescued her yeah. Yeah, from yeah, him. Yeah. That's right. 
Life imitates art. My it hero. Was, some fans came up and they were like, okay, we want you to have the, and then he's going to steal it from you. And I'll be damned if Charles didn't come up through the pipe and drape behind my table, come in, <laughs> grabs it, and goes all like, woohoo, and takes off. And like, I did. What just happened? I did. I'm glad they put that green piping in there because that helped me get right up there to, to where you were without being seen. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Reno. That's right. so nice. Not for nothing, Charles, but you are nine feet tall, so it's it's yeah. kind of high. I am. Yes, I'm. I'm tall. Life is short, but I'm not. I'm very tall. Life is short, so am I. <laughs> yeah. Arlen, thank you so much. That was a great question to start us off with. And yeah. what we have next from Quartz. What is your favorite character to do the voice for? And, oh, I'll, and I'll expand this out. This can be outside of the Nintendo verse. If you have a, another character you do. There's an outside of Nintendo verse. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, who wants to go first? Well, I mean, I, I can go. I mean, it, it's pretty brief for me. I mean, it is still inside the Nintendoverse, even though I have some Funimation stuff that I'm pretty jazzed about. Uh, nothing huge yet, but it's happening. Uh, it's happening. <laughs> I, um, sorry. <laughs> I, uh, I really, I, I really still, anytime this kind of question comes up, I gravitate towards Meowser. And, mm -hmm. and it was funny earlier because Sam said, she said, cat, Peach. Cat Peach. And I was yeah. all like, oh, yeah, you didn't have a cutesy name like I did. They, yeah. they actually had it on the script. That's right. Meowser. Meowser. Oh. Awesome. But, yeah, Meowser was, was such a challenge. And uh, to actually pull it off and to get it approved, uh, it, it, was, it was insane. I, I spent a lot of blood on that on doing me <laughs> uh, you know after that after that initial recording session for meowser and i mean what they did was they said it's meowser and i said what does that mean and they said well it's a it's a power up uh peach and mario and bowser if they get this power up they turn into a cat version of themselves and slash around and they have tail and blah 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 well for bowser i mean that's pretty violent because he's huge and I said, what do you want him to sound like? And they went, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I mean, I, I, media, I just went, I literally looked through the glass and went, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and so, I, you know, I was like, he can't go, meow, not Bowser. So Wildcat meow, and brr, Bowser, and you roll it together and you get, meow. I did that for two or three hours for various things during Meowser's role. And um, I could taste blood when I was done. So I'm very, very proud of him. Very proud of him. <laughs> it's just a beautiful character. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful game. What a fun game. A 3D world. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. They just ported it through to the Switch. And yeah. So Oh, and nice. I was all like, yay, we could play that on the Switch. I'm like, yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, that was enough time for me. Next. I like Peach. I like to, I love to voice Peach because she's closer to my natural voice. Um, a lot of times when we're doing Peach and Toad and we'll have the same you know, sessions that are, are booked. We always record Peach first and Baby Peach, if that's a, a, a character, um, just because they're so high and, and light. And then Toad is, I love Toad. I like the contrast, you know, because there's a Toad that is so wild. It just trashes the voice a lot, like, like uh, not as bad. I don't give blood, but, you know, it, it definitely, <laughs> well. I, now I feel like I'm inadequate. You know, I should put more into it if I'm going to be like Kenny. But no, I, no, I love, no, no, no. No, I no. love them both. I love the contrast. And um, they do a lot of times have a lot of lemons and honey and stuff in, in studio just to to keep everything going. Sure. But um, it's really fun. It's, it's, it's fun to do a light voice that's very similar to my own and then to yeah. do, you know, and just go crazy <laughs> with Toad. And it's very free, you know. So yeah, I can't choose. I, I love them both. I really do. That sound still freaks me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. I can yeah. sit next to you at a, at a panel, and and what do I always say? It's all like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird noise. I, 
I love them all. I'm just, I'm just so blessed and so fortunate and so grateful every day. I mean, I love Luigi's sort of timidness and Wario's anger and Waluigi's, you know, and the babies. But of course, for me, Mario is like the, 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 the voice of the human I want to be, full of love and joy and just an ordinary guy that falls in love with a princess and spends his life rescuing her. You know, that's, <laughs> that's the perfect thing. You know, and I aspire to be more like that. Because, you know, the character never says no. The character is not negative. The character's even anger is like, <gasps> Bowser? You know, it's, it's, it's a fun and a joy. And I, I want people, when they hear it, to smile and to to feel joy and to when they hear the music that I because I do that I hear the music and I'm like yippee I can't wait so I want the that same thing when I when the, someone hears the voice so that, okay. that to me is is the, the perfect of job of all time Court <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much that was a great one for us yeah Court that was a great one uh, what do we have next from Zach if you could voice any other game character who would it be? And I'll I'll expand this out. I'll expand this out. Not necessarily a game character. If you could voice any other character in animation or the else, who would it be? Bowser. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're after your job, Bowser. That definitely Bowser. We're we're coming for you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's coming for you. <laughs> definitely, I feel doomed. <laughs> be afraid. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, there are so many and there there are so many other uh cartoons slash game voice actors that I have so much respect for that I I can't even I don't think I can pick something. Yeah. Um I I there are so many voices that I love the sound of. I mean the last actual convention I was at, I was lucky enough to finally hang out with Jim Cummings and Oh, I love him. Oh. I love him so much. And because of my childhood, you know, I Pooh and Tigger. Yes. And, yep. and you know, I mean, he did he has done the best job at at continuing Pooh and Tigger from the original voice actors. Yep. He is so close and that I mean, he is Pooh and Tigger. And yeah, so yeah. I know maybe if if I if I had the chops for it, maybe Tigger. Um, mm. But I, I don't I, I just don't have that vocal tone that Jim does. Well, you know, you know, it's it's not me, um, but I love Pooh and Tigger. So that's the first thing that actually wound up popping into my head. Yeah. Uh, the whole Pooh universe. I mean, even if it was just Eeyore, maybe I could practice Eeyore. Oh well, I know. Oh. <laughs> my favorite. It was my favorite. I had a baby donkey toy from the time I was in the crib. I think I just always had my little Eeyore. My mom still has him. I go visit every once in a while. Yeah, we 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 just had Jim here uh, two weeks ago for a uh, Darkwing Duck uh, reunion. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's that sounds guy. different. Like that's what I love about him is is it can he can just create a character and you would not know unless you looked at the credits that it was him. And I I yeah. admire that so yeah. much. Yeah, and he was so. And it's a, it's a great thing that you you hit on Kenny too is is that you know acting is being. It's like you become that character. Yeah. And of course you need the right tool because your voice range has to be in that sort yeah. of thing. So yeah. your Tigger would be different. You're, but you know, the, the essence of the character has to be inside of you. And that's, I think that's an amazing part of acting is you get to, to be other people, you know, or be different iterations of yourself. I, I just read Dick Van Dyke's uh, autobiography and it's like, because I'm the luckiest person in the world. I just played myself everywhere. And it's like, that's fantastic. Whatever it is that you find that you do, that's your magic. And, and that's, isn't that the thing? And, and you go to an audition, you think, oh, my God, what do they want? What do they want? Wrong question. You'll never get the job. What do I want to do with this? Oh, boy, what do I want to do with this? Right question. And when you do that, when you're doing what you want to do, your passion, your joy, you got it. You, you, you don't get no guarantees, but you're going to have fun at least. Certainly yeah. no guarantees. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I think that's, that's a huge key right there. Like you've just got to be in the moment. That's part of acting 
It's one yeah. of the main parts of acting is being in the moment. You have the moment before, then you have to be in the moment. Yeah. So, well, yeah. And, and, and being risky, like taking a risk, like what happens if you yes. are foolish, you know, can you just put your whole self and, and be uh, crazy, just let it flow. And if you can do that, I think there's, there's something like Charles, you do that. And it's just, it's so beautiful. It just, it delights when people see that it delights them. And, and that's just a fun way to live too. There's more, there's more fun in doing it that way too. Yes. It's, we get paid to play. Yes. And that's, that goes back to acting again. It's making a choice. Sometimes that choice is wrong, but only wrong right. to the person who's casting. <laughs> Just because they're not going to cast you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it eventually comes i think what charles is saying is true though too it eventually comes where if you just do what you're you're doing you commit to it and you just did that by moving to texas too kenny you know you just decided i'm gonna do something i'm gonna put it on the line and then you just see what happens with that and i, I love the all in and i'm 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 i got into funimation just like i wanted to and and i'm um, doing sessions Every week. Because what are they going to say? I mean, there's this big monster outside the door going, and they're like, okay, come in. We'll give you a job. Of course. Uh, uh, I'm a contractor just like the rest of the voice actors. Congratulations, so. though. That's that's really spectacular. That's yeah, really you. great. So, Charles, if, if you had your druthers, if the books were open for any character in, in animation or video game, uh, who do you think you'd like to take a crack at? I'm happy. Just I happy, really happy. am. I am just so happy. You know, I, you, you know what I you know what I'd love to do? I, I would love to somehow have somebody say, you know, I like the way you look. We want you to be in a motion picture. Because I used to do those many years ago before I started doing voiceover. And that, that was really fun to be on set. And, you know, because the thing about being a voice actor is in the old days, you did a cartoon. Everybody's in the room. You're all playing together. Now, I don't know for Kenny now with what you're doing, but, but, you know, we work independently, you know, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's all, you're alone. And I, it's fun to be on a TV set and a movie set because you just, you get to talk to the teamsters, you get to talk to the directors and the, the associates and blah, 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 costume people. It's just, it's just that sort of networking joyful and it's not networking. What is it? It's human contact. That's what it is. It's yeah. what we're all missing so much yeah. right yeah. now. <laughs> So uh, I'll take any role in a film, you know, or a TV show just to come yeah, in and, you know. I would jump all over that because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, even in, even uh, uh, doing the anime dubs, mm. it's, it's all ADR. So yeah. you're in the booth. And now, even when I go to the studio, I'm in the booth, but there's no director and no engineer because they're somewhere else. And it's, it's very bizarre, but. Uh, it's still the same because if you don't turn and look through the glass, then you don't know any different. I still have a yeah. script. I still have the video. So, but it it was a lot of fun to walk into the studio and be all like, oh, hey, here's Mike. Hey, Mike, how's it going? Do, do, do. Now you put on the headphones, you go, is anybody there? Yeah. yeah. And they go, yeah, we're here. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> Remember the days before home studios, your agent calls you up and goes, Hey, we got a reading for you to do. And you're okay. Yippee! And you go down and you, you have a booth, probably the same size as what you have there. So you have nine people in there, four by four. That's about right. Nine people in there, one microphone, the, the director sitting there and you had to like duck in and out of the microphone, but everybody read the script and had so much fun. The interaction, the game, the laughter that just bubbled up and it's gone. Now you, you, you know, you, but yeah. me, it's like over the, under the covers and I, you know, to my production company and send out a sound file. Yeah. <laughs> uh, crazy. Uh, thank you. Great question. And a, yeah. reminder, a reminder to our audience, if you'd like to chat with our panelists like I am now or purchase an autograph, please head over to galaxycon.com. Uh, I think we have time for a few more. So let's roll another. Oh, I hope so. This hey. is one of the great questions, everybody. Very much so. And here's one from Nick. Lovely. What's your favorite quote from the characters that you voice? Did I win? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I have one. It popped right into my head. Uh, I did a one of the one of the earlier characters that I did for anime in a show called Cautious Hero, and then the subtitle on that is the hero is overpowered but overly cautious, and 
I was the shopkeeper and he was selling greater medicinal herbs. And I was all like, really? He's got this handful of this stuff in a paper wrapper thing. It looks like just lettuce or whatever. But he's all like, it's three three times more powerful than the regular kind. And I was like, that's one of my favorite quotes. It's like, greater medicinal herbs, three times more powerful than the regular kind. <laughs> Far out, man. And then I wound up, I wound up having a uh, battle, a healing battle with this goddess who she said she could heal faster than my greater medicinal herbs. And my character won. So that's fine. Hey, all right. Get on that. Cool. <laughs> uh, Samantha, how about you? Oh, I, you know, I like ones that when we're in studio and we have a script, but then we get a chance to um, just do whatever we want to do. And when they decide to choose one of those, I really like that. Um, So for Peach, um, I like the... Um, because she's so innocent and, but she's so in your face, but she's totally innocent and sweet about it. And she goes, did I win? You know, and, and that <laughs> line, I just, I love that line. And I'm sorry, it's early in the morning, so I'm not warmed up, but it's, uh, um, that's my favorite because of that. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. It's, it's, I love it. I love it when you say, oh, Mario. Oh, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so funny because our daughter you know, is eight and she says that kind of thing. You know, she'll just go, oh, daddy, like that, you know, and it's just, I love the sweetness. I'm sorry, Charles, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, that's that's so sweet. Um, I, For me, you know, it's everything I get to say, but, you know, here we go. I love the joy and the enthusiasm. Let's go on the adventure. You know, it just, and in Galaxy, you know, when he's flying through the air, that's how I dream. So I love that. And, but also just, and human things, it's you number one because it expresses that joy and love. So I, I, I get multiples. <laughs> fair, absolutely fair. So Nick, thank you. That was yeah, a fun thanks. one. Thanks, Nick. And from Daniel, <clears throat> what existing movie would you like to see your Mario characters be a part of? <laughs> what Godzilla. existing movie? Yeah, so if you could see uh, the Mario Brothers uh, be a part of the Marvel franchise or Star Wars, something to that effect. Godzilla. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I could be be Godzilla's sidekick, or I could kick Godzilla and become, you know... The new King of the Monsters. Yeah. No, Godzilla, why not? I mean... (laughs) No, Godzilla works. It only fits, you know, giant turtle lizard com- to the other dinosaur looking lizard. We could be unstoppable. <laughs> true. True. Can't argue that. So who's got another one? Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> uh, I love Vanellope so much. Oh my gosh. It would be so fun. Plus I'm totally into food and candy. So I'd be like, yes, drive your car and then eat it. I- oh, that's so great. I, I, you know, that's such a great question, and, and it completely stumps me. I mean, <laughs> I'm so happy because when I walk into the studio, I have no idea what's going to happen, and then all of a sudden, the world opens up. So that is just such a such a thrill to me. I never think of Mario being in anything else except Mario, you know. Yeah. But I suppose, you know, I like the idea of a western. I love that, you know, when he's got the hat on and the western. <laughs> Or a, a racing film would be a good film, a racing film. But I can't imagine them in any other franchise unless they say, come and be in another franchise. And I'll go, yippee! <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, a Western setting, I think, would be, uh, be fun. Yeah. yeah. There's, yeah. There's, no, there's no sewers. What am I supposed to do? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, thank you so much. Thank and, you. Uh, here's one from Gus. If Peach and Mario had a kid, what would you name him or her? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, if it was us. a boy, be, if a boy would probably be a, a super baby Mario, and if it was a girl, probably super baby princess. <laughs> yeah, or baby Peach. They always let us know. It's so funny. They um, we. We're always pleasantly surprised when we come into the studio and they've shown us like, oh, this is what we're thinking. And and it's it's kind of like it unfolds for us, just like when you play the game for the first time, 
we just go with it, whatever plot they have. And that's, that's the fun part. Did you go to the bathroom, Kenny? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I had a, I had a package that I needed to sign for in it. Oh, right. no, <laughs> well, the question, the question on the table was if Peach and Mario had a baby, what would it be named? <laughs> oh. oh man. Uh, no, I have no Bowser. Name him Bowser. <laughs> no. Bowser, Bowser <laughs> no. the second. <laughs> How about uh, do any are there any questions from any young ladies out there? I'm what? not sure, but uh we if we have time for a few we'll have time for at least uh, one or two Yay. more. So let's roll another Great. one. And yes, I'll thank you for that one. There you go from Sarah. Sarah. Okay. Hey. Do, you, do you ever think in your character voices? What a cool <laughs> question. That is, I yes. think in my character's voice. <laughs> I talk in my character's voice. And I dream in my character voice. My favorite thing is, you know, that, uh, you know, the galaxy where he's flying and here we go. I dream like that flying over particularly lakes and, wow. you know, through the forest and making that arcing curve with the little starlight. And he said, yes. And I talk like it too. I think I've mentioned this before, Patty, that in the morning, if I'm dropping coffee on the floor, I go like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so the, the characters are always alive in me. I don't, don't think, I, I love the voice when you have the voice or you express the voice, but sometimes if I play and then I get on the road, and I, my brain just doesn't remember. Oh, you're not, you're not racing Mario Kart right now. <laughs> you can't, you can't drive like that. And uh, uh, I've had times where I'm on the road and I forget, you know, like the transition. And you go, oh no, don't do that. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. With me, it's like it usually doesn't come out vocally, especially like in public, because people would be like, "What's the matter?" You'd be like, arrested. Yeah. Yeah, but but you know, I'll think it. I'll be all like. <laughs> something funny happens i'm like you know i can think <laughs> but yeah, I, I try not to do it out loud um what does he say what does bowser say when he's like really happy <laughs> he goes like when it's sad or angry, it goes down. Oh, oh yeah. When it goes down, it goes. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much. Yeah. I, think we have, I think we have time for one more. So let's see if we Okey can squeeze that in. And it's gone crumb from Mata or Mata. Uh, what advice do you have for people who want to be in the acting field? This is a good one to close on. Read things out loud. Anything that you yes. can read out loud. And do it in a way as if you were trying to talk to a person. A lot of people, when they read, they're reading the words. And if you listen, you can hear that it sounds like they're reading. If you really want to be an amazing actor, you just you read it, but you sell it. You read it as if you were just talking to the person and you're saying it to them. And if you can get that skill, you eventually, you know, if you do classes and the things you need to do to kind of get in line for auditions, when you do an audition, you will knock their socks off. Yeah, because a lot of times I agree with that completely. Uh, reading out loud uh, and being able to sound like you're not reading out loud, because mm -hmm. most auditions, at least for theater, things like that, they're going to be cold reads. So you may have never seen this script. You may have never even seen the show. And they're going to hand you a side, which is a piece of the script. And they're going to say, okay, so you and you and you, you're these three characters. Go. And you don't have it memorized. You're going to read it. And you don't want to read it like, oh, Bob, I wonder what you were Next. doing. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> you know, you're going to want to go, oh, hey, Bob. Yeah, I wondered what you were doing. You know, you just have to let it flow. And practicing reading is really important because you have to be able to read ahead. Right. And I know that sounds weird, but your, your, your eyes have to actually scan ahead so that you know what's coming. And, I, and it's a weird thing, but that's why we practice. 
practice mm-hmm. the craft. And so, yeah, I, I agree with Sam. Uh, and once again, though, uh, volunteer for community theater. Uh, they need you. You know, mm-hmm. community theaters, they don't have a lot of money. Some of them are, are like C3 Charities. The one that I used to act in all the time was an actual, had a charity status. They were a nonprofit, but it was a beautiful theater and I loved it so much. And I miss all those people so much. So I hope some of them are watching this because I miss you guys so much. (laughs) Go Charles. Go Charles. Okay. Work, 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 work. You know, acting is all about to me is you study people, you study cartoons. So watch lots of cartoons, whatever you wanted. If you want to be an announcer, read the ads. Read ads and read them as though, you know, like right out of the magazine, you know, the the Buick Centra car ads and read them to people. Take acting classes. Do community theater. If you're near college age, go to college. There are acting schools in Great Britain. There are acting schools in America. Study, 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 study. So that once you've learned acting, singing, voice, acting, movement, uh, dialogue, script interpretation, how to build a character, because every character has a character arc. You're not the same person at the beginning of, as you are at the end. Even the ad copy, you're not the same person. You've become something. You've discovered something. You've unfolded something that takes you to a different place. And when you learn to make that organic and that becomes a part of you, the ability to look at a script and dissect it because you work so hard, that's when you can let it all go. And just be the dog chasing the stick or the ball on the beach. And that's all you want to do is be in that moment as, as listening. You listen and you respond. You, you, you respond as though it's the first time those words have ever been said before. But if you know everybody's lines, if you know your lines, everybody, if you know that whole play or that whole scene like the back of your hands, then you can let it go. And then you can listen, then you can respond, and then it can be organic. And you know that you can also study the English school of the the, Chai, uh, the Chekhov school, the the sort of uh, you know the uh, acting is being and method acting and presentational acting. Study it all and find out what 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 rings to you, what gives you joy and you passion. And you know, learn how to get rid of this. And this is a life lesson, not an acting lesson, but it works there too. Stop that negative voice inside your head. Stop the piece of you that is critical and negative and talks to you the way nobody else would be allowed to talk to you. Because, or, and stop trying to please that person. Because the minute you are are trying to please somebody or trying to sound like what they wanted to hear, you're not being the character. You've separated from it. And, you know, the the thing is, and coming back to stop being that negative voice, let go. Be bold, be free, have fun, find what it is that gives you joy. You deserve the love, the joy, the happiness, and go for it, you know? There's nothing lost in venturing forward to, to do it. And when you do that, when you, when you set yourself in motion and commit to yourself to be your own best friend, to love yourself, to love your family and friends, to, to take your life lessons and let go of the things that don't help you and pick up the next thing that will help you, then you're, you're more and more in control. It may not feel like it, it may not look like it, but you're setting yourself up to that place that we're talking about earlier, where you are ready for the break. As Jack Nicholson said, it took me 20 years to make it overnight, you know? And, and, and it's what it is. I yeah. say that all the time. It's like, this is my 20 year overnight success story. Yeah. And that's and- like, just one more time, just one, one more thing. Go for it and have fun and do it. Yeah. You know, you may not end up to be an actor, but you'll meet somebody, a director who goes, you know, well, what do you think about this? And you figure out, wow, that directing is kind of fun. Or somebody might say, hey, one of your friends that you meet in acting school or in college, let's cast this thing. And you might go, okay, let's read actors. And then you read actors, you go, this is a lot more fun than acting. I get to watch people. I, you know, you'll find something because you're looking for your happiness. You're looking for your joy, for what makes your wings spread. So that you can fly. And that's what life is about. Let me, uh, I got one more thing to tag onto that. You hit, Charles hit on it. And without even probably realizing that he said it, there are a lot of serious things about acting. But when it comes down to it, think about what, what people say. You go, 
It's a play. You're playing a character. You have to have a certain amount of play in there. It's playing. Yeah. It's supposed to be fun. If it if it's if it's so over the top and so stressful to you that you can't you just can't take it, then do a different character or maybe just consider doing something else. But you gotta play. It's playing. Yeah. When I was in the theater, uh, I did 75 plays in 10 years and it was totally fun. But my my dear friend, Sidney Walker, you know, when I would be anxiety and angst ridden, you know, young 24 year old, hey, I need to do this. I need to do this. He'd say, dear, it's it's not brain surgery. It's theater. <laughs> well, there it is. That's what it is. It's theater. I did it's the joy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, so good. By the way, good luck. Good luck, and go for it, and have fun. Yes. Yes, Maida. Thanks, Maida. Go out there and break a leg, and uh, whatever yeah. path it is. And from my perspective as, as an actor, voice actor, I always say, just follow that north star. And uh, and the best advice I I like to give for uh, for auditions is, you're not auditioning for the part; you're auditioning to be well received and invited to a comeback and audition again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, I was thinking <laughs> like that. Think about like, you know, the part you're just getting them to know you because you never know when they know you to the point where they're like, Oh wait, who's that? Who's that gal that did that crazy uh, voice for that other thing? Let's bring yeah. her in for this. That's a good point. You're you're getting yourself ready for that moment when the right thing happens. You're, you're and you're preparing yourself. Yeah. It really is. And then it happens overnight. 100% true. You never know. You could completely bomb an audition, but that same director or casting director later on would be all like, oh, do you remember that guy or yeah. girl? I think they would be good for this. And they bring you in and you might be perfect for it. So yeah. a bombed audition does not mean failure. No, no. you learn more from, I learned more by failing to get Oberon than I did from anything else. And it lights the fire. And that's the thing, too, is audition for everything. Work for everything. Do everything you can until you can start saying, that doesn't match the sort of person that I want to get. Like, I won't take parts of, of with obscenities in it. I won't do that. My agents know that. They know I don't do things that, that because I, I am in love with the image and in love with the character. I don't want to do anything but be family friendly, you know, and you'll come to that place, too where you decide what it is in your career that you want. And I, I hope that comes for you very soon and with lots of fun between here and there. <laughs> Absolutely. Fun is key. Mm. GalaxyCon viewers, this has been my time with the voices of the Mario universe, but it does not have to be yours. If you'd like to ch chat with our guests or purchase an autograph, please head over to GalaxyCon.com. While you're there, be sure to check out our schedule of upcoming events like this one. Panelists, any final words for our audience before we go? Love We're you. <laughs> be sure and vote <laughs> yes oh yes please be sure and vote you know it's the most important thing is to exercise our civil rights and to keep our country going together you know vote your heart vote your compassion but go out there and vote you can vote early that's what i recommend i also voted got my thing i've had, put in my ballot and then you know it, it, you may not feel like oh i'm gonna but but do it do it because it's a great commitment to the freedom and to the democracy that we have in America. Absolutely. Well said. Well said. And have fun. My last word would be have fun, have fun, have fun. You know, I'm going to, this is my recommendation, even though I'm failing to do this completely myself. Since you got to be home a lot, you know, find a project and do it. Like for me, it's like I read books and I just like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to read all day. Which, you know, that's nice, but I really should be writing too. And I should be, or I'll just do days of like crossword puzzles and realize, I think I just did 30 crossword puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can put aside, I've been talking to my sweetheart about this. I'm going to try to put four hours aside every day and I'll do like 30 minutes of exercise, 30 minutes of reading, 30 minutes of crossword puzzles and other games, and then an hour and a half of writing or 30 minutes of writing or something. But fill in those times having a sense of somewhat discipline, <laughs> which I feel completely to do. So if you can do that, congratulations. Good idea. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, gentlemen and lady, it is as always, it's been my pleasure to serve you all here today. Thank you for joining us here at the GalaxyCon virtual stage. Thank you, our audience, for joining us today. Thank you for all those great questions. Mm-hmm. Hope to see you all again later today as we begin our Halloween themed events, starting with Candyman's Tony Todd and Friday the 13th, Kane Hotter. And next week, GalaxyCon Live is a Halloween harvest of programming featuring cast reunions of Monster Squad, Nightmare for Christmas, Hocus Pocus, the original Willy Wonka kids, and Halloween Town, and a lot more. Until then, bye-bye, everyone. Take care, and please keep washing those hands.